0: Culture can be soured so much faster than it was created. It needs to be a focus.
1: Welcome to Scent Sliced Bread. I'm your host, Charlotte Ashley, editor of Baking & Snack. In 2020, we tackled the workforce challenges the baking industry was facing then, and talked to baking companies about the innovative ways they were recruiting workers. But that was two years ago, and the labor market has only gotten tougher. In this season of Scent Slice Bread, we're revisiting the issue to talk about how things have changed and the strategies baking companies are using to keep their talent. This episode of Scent Slice Bread is brought to you by California Prune Ingredients from SunSweet. SunSweet is your source for purees, concentrates, powders, and dices made with prunes. Give your food a taste of California. In today's episode, we hear from Justin Spaneth, Vice President and COO of Unique Snacks. This family business hasn't been immune to labor challenges, but it certainly has had an easier time. And Justin attributes that to its healthy culture, retention programs, and what they look for in a new employee. Welcome to Scent Slice Bread, Justin.
0: Hi, Charlotte. Thanks for having me.
1: So how have you seen the job market change over the past few years? Let's start there.
0: Yeah, certainly the last couple have been interesting. Um, I I think there was an evolution of the job market prior to COVID. And as COVID has done in many other areas of business, it sped things up. Uh, So you got to see a lot of uh, competitive change. And it was really a driver for uh, the importance of culture. The appreciation for employees has really adjusted. Based on job availability or um, even through the pandemic when employees were scared or the opportunity to be paid more to stay home uh, Mm -hmm. than to show up to their job. So the job market has been very difficult uh, and I think culture has had a lot to do with being able to retain and attract employees, retain through the pandemic and attract Mm -hmm. post-pandemic, if we can consider this post-pandemic.
1: Yeah, no one's quite sure, are we? So how has Unique Snacks kind of pivoted to ensure that it is competitive with such an intense labor market and with so much power being in the hands of potential employees?
0: Yeah, um, so the desire for culture has really shifted in the eyes of the employees where it's not just a job starting to improve your culture at the beginning of the pandemic was way too late so you you can't say hey your your job was terrible but now we care about you so it won't be terrible anymore overnight um right so so we came into the pandemic with a very healthy culture you know we've we've done Several things, one, just being a family owned business, being in touch with your employees, having managers that care because you're in touch with those managers on a very personal level and having an aggressive growth plan and everyone's involved, you know, the excitement is there, you know, so just having people that are happy to be doing what they're doing. And have a purpose. They feel like they have a purpose. They feel like they have a say in what's happening within the company. That all helps. You know, we've done things like it's a program I came up with called quarter per quarter. You know, because a lot of the the workers on the floor, they have a they have a job. They have a task. Really, the biggest thing is is we ask them to show up to work and and do the job at hand. You know, everyone has a, a point system. You know, for when you're not doing it, but if you're doing your job, really. Every role has a wage window. You might start at $15 an hour and the wage for that role can go up to $20 an hour. Tenure and job performance allow you to get a a raise every three months. And and as long as you're within that window. Uh, So it allows us to say, here's the bottom line. This is the employees we have in these roles. Uh, The wages won't uh, go beyond these wages. Um, You know, the wage window might get a raise based on on time, but uh, it allows people every three months to get a 25 cent raise. You can get a dollar an hour guaranteed as long as you showed up and, and did your job function. It made life very simple. Uh, mm-hmm. It made it rewarding on a short-term basis. You know, um, when you're looking at turnover of employees, and, you know, you're excited to keep someone for, you know, the average employer is excited to keep someone for a year or two yeah. years. This gives them a very visible way to see, as long as I did my job, I'm going to get a dollar raise. And in fact, I'm going to get it in in quarterly portions throughout the year. Um, so it really helps that short attention span, mm-hmm. that quicker reward. You don't have to wait a year to get a raise. And then we have... Really good ability of training our employees, uh, and that's been a very hard focus for us here in the last couple of years, Um, training our employees, getting them as skilled as possible, getting them cross-trained, and promoting within. Um, We have found so much skill from people that had no industry experience whatsoever, uh, almost at all levels of our employment. You're a good person and you care and we'll teach you everything you need to know so we have had a ton of promotions inside our walls and they have become valuable assets so doing that has allowed us to have really we have a very young strong core of employees which you know when I talk to other employers you know, a lot of times it's the complaints of the next generation and they don't want to work. And, and I almost feel bad because we do not have that issue. People moving up into roles that are in their early 20s, taking on leadership roles and management roles within production. You know, my uh, sales staff, you know, they're all all under 45 and they're becoming some of the most skilled people in the industry um, because they push themselves to, to learn. And a lot of that's just based off of one, their drive to they know that they're cared about. And, uh, you know, it's, it was really cool. I took my uh, a bunch of my production operations team to the SNX show by Snack International. I had four of my leadership there and I was getting pulled aside uh, left and right being complimented on how well representative of of our brand they were. And I don't know what impressed them most, but uh, certainly I think it was a mix of their skill, their drive, their care, engagement, and age.
1: And you attribute that retention and to the programs of like the training that you've invested in, that you're showing you're investing in them and that like quarter by quarter, you just You've implemented these programs that kind of, it's, you're not just saying you care about them, but you're showing them that you care about them and that you care about their success.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, at all levels. And the quarter per quarter is by the hourly, uh, for the hourly employees and then the you know right. the salaried employees, we, we try and put other initiatives and opportunities in there for them to grow. Um, and this has been one of the hardest years. The pandemic year was hard. But... This year has been the hardest 2021 going into 2022 because of the costs. You know, Mm -hmm. know, one was employment retention through the pandemic, but now we hit these costs and it just sucks all of the profit out of everything you're doing. And with an aggressive growth plan, you know, you're bringing on employees and then you see all the profit go away and you've invested so much in, into your people and you go. There's there's nothing here for bonuses and wage wage increases, but because they're so ingrained in what's happening and involved Mm -hmm. in the growth strategy and plan, you know, they've been very receptive to understanding where we're at and understand that when we come out the other side, it'll be business as usual. Being a small family owned business, you know, it has its perks and then it has, you know, Uh, 100% family owned. We don't have uh, large capital firms behind us or anything like that. So we're really playing, playing tight sometimes.
1: I do want to ask you more about training later, but let's talk about the family owned aspect of Unique Snacks. The company prides itself and you guys, I see a lot of marketing to prospective employees around being a family owned business as and that that's one of the reasons unique snacks is such a great place to work. What advantages do you think that provides the business?
0: When you're family-owned and you're not reporting to a group of investors, your decisions can be made with some emotion. You know, when you're basing your decisions off of showing profit to investors, it's not always the right decision for the people. Mm-hmm. And when you are making a hard decision, that it's it's a business decision, and it's not a decision in the favor of the people. It's accepted a lot better because they mm-hmm. realize all the decisions at least have that human factor involved in them, and it's not just a business decision so and I think every uh, family owned business has that advantage. yeah you mm-hmm. get to know your employees and you can know them and 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 you can rationalize emotion when when a a goal is not achieved or you know and and you're not breaking a promise to some shareholder of you know well we were going to have this initiative done by x time and this employee failed on doing it and then the pressures go downstream and that employee's getting punished but in the end it was not their fault or there was other uh outlying conditions that didn't allow them to do it outside of their capability, outside of their control. You know, so I I think being able to weigh in emotion is, is huge.
1: Yeah, it definitely speaks to that idea you spoke of earlier about being able to show that you care about your employees, um, being able to have that emotion and look at it with some nuance, definitely a plus in this, with this current workforce. So let's talk about investing in employees. How are you guys approaching training? Are you developing your own training programs? Are you outsourcing that?
0: Um, We do internal training on some things. And uh, we've really been focusing on getting our leadership group external. We want them to meet other people. We want Mm -hmm. them to be a part of the community, either regionality of the community or industry community. It broadens their Ability to think outside of our walls, and then they can bring that new level of understanding knowledge back to the people that maybe don't get outside of our walls, but receive all of the internal training that we put together. Um, so we work with our local chamber on some of those leadership courses, and we also work with uh, our industry trade groups, SNAC International, you know, and this and at this last trade show. Uh, I'm on the board of directors for Snack International, and they were putting together some committees to assist in programming, uh, so creating programs or making sure the initiatives are speaking to the needs of the companies that support Snack International, and two of my employees jumped right on the opportunity to be on those committees to to speak to the needs, and I couldn't have been happier for them to want to do that. It, it just speaks volumes to their desire to grow themselves, have a say, um, and make sure that the programs being put in place are, are what we need. And we feel what we need is going to be an industry standard of what is needed. And when the program's available or not available, they're also emotionally invested to the reasons why. You know, it's all part of that full circle. Get them outside of our walls and have them understand mm-hmm. what's actually happening. Instead of me relaying information or them not asking questions and not understanding, and then it becomes, you know, an internal issue to them as opposed to them actually having a say and in being invested.
1: Thanks for listening to Scent Sliced Bread. I'd like to take a short break from the conversation, however, to tell you about our sponsor. This episode of Scent Sliced Bread is brought to you by California Prune Ingredients from SunSweet. Prunes are more than inclusions. Prune ingredients from California can help you make great tasting baked goods that are better for you. Adding only 1-2% to of a prune concentrate, puree, or powder can bind moisture, lower total sugars, and reduce fat. Create your next product innovation with Prune Ingredients from California. Now back to the conversation. You've mentioned a couple of times um, the employees that you have are people with drive and people who are interested in growing. When you're hiring, are you... Looking less for people with manufacturing or industry specific skill sets and more of a personality? Or are you approaching hiring differently in order to attract those kinds of people? Because that seems to be kind of the center of everything you're talking about.
0: It depends on the role, um, Mm -hmm. how much industry knowledge they need, depends on the urgency of our need for that person uh, to be Mm -hmm. up to speed. I would say we probably weigh in the personality and the person. Heavier than most. Mm-hmm. If I have three candidates, two with experience and one without, but we really like the person, for the person that has no experience, we'll take that person because we can train you, hundred percent. Right. Um, a pretty cool story is I had three of my guys and gals at a um, at a local chamber training, and they were mm-hmm. some of my two of them were on the floor employees, and one of them was the manager of of those employees and they were in a leadership course and their energy and engagement. One of the other people in that uh, leadership training ended up leaving their job and coming to work for us. She's like, I I want to be at a job that uh, people care about their job as much as you guys care about your job zero industry experience coming from a completely different industry. She was willing to take a role far beyond her skill set, And, you know, we interviewed and said, you're too qualified for that, but we can do this and this and put her in a role and she's doing awesome and learning uh, and she's going to have employees under her and no industry experience, but she's coming to work every day and she's a great person. Um, Yeah. So we'll, we'll take that all day long.
1: So we've seen the labor pool change vastly over the co- last couple of years and what employees are asking for has changed. How has that impacted the benefits and services that you're providing employees to encourage retention?
0: Competing with those large companies on benefits packages is really hard. Yeah, you know, We we try and be extremely fair on what we can provide, what we can afford to provide Uh at, We're competitive in a lot of ways, you know, and we're always looking at ways to create new incentives. Like I know our HR is currently looking at a opportunity to have unlimited PTO for salaried employees because we we base your performance on getting the job done and caring Mm -hmm. about your job. And if you're that type of person, you're not going to abuse it. So those abilities to look at creative ways of just treating people like adults, when they act like adults, and you treat them like adults, you know, it, it's an amazing thing. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. funny, my, my HR person, when she came on board, you know, she's like, it's so cool being at a place that just treats you like a professional. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not the constant do as I say, it's this is your job and this is what you're good at and i'm not going to pretend to be better at it than you lead us show us the way of what you're good at here yeah and she's been loving her role and she took this job over a job that was going to pay her a decent amount more money but she knew she would just be a number at the role she turned down she's actually started the day everything shut down for the pandemic
1: oh my gosh
0: and yeah and i and uh, she called me and she's like do you still want me to start
1: it's <laughs> like,
0: yes, I don't think I could need you any more than right now
1: <laughs> right, right. Uh, what a time to start as an hr professional at a company. Oh my
0: gosh yeah, yeah with something <laughs> else.
1: <laughs> How has unique snacks been able to build such an attractive culture?
0: not to uh, not to give any credit to myself, but culture starts from the top, you know, so it starts with the top giving that respect to the next level down and then teaching them the tools in how to give that respect to the next mm-hmm. layer down and so forth you know so culture can be soured so much faster than it was created it needs to be a focus it's always evolving you know either externally you know as we've seen in the last 2 years the external need for culture shift on uh, quite a few different levels has changed but then if you're working on your culture, you're always changing internally, too, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully for the good. But, you know, you can't ever just write the book, set it down and forget it for a few years that, that yeah, you will. If you're not going up, you're going down. There's no such thing as you know, staying level.
1: Are you looking around at any other industries in manufacturing for other ideas of improving employee retention? Or have you taken any other practices, any practices from other industries?
0: Yeah, uh, like the unlimited PTO that's being considered mm-hmm. right now. That is, it, we didn't come up with that. You yeah, know, certainly that is something that's being offered in in other industries. Uh, maybe not ours, but uh, you know, we're not just competing for employees within the food industry you're competing for employees in all industries so yeah so you do have to see what's out there and understand you know why would this employee want to work in this industry or for us um yeah you have to take all things into consideration so yeah we certainly look outward and understand you know we uh we're just starting up um what's considered stay interviews which mm-hmm. is you know, interviewing your employees internally, the happy ones, the, the ones that are new, the ones that have been there for years. Why do you like unique? Why do you, what makes you love this place? What makes you consider leaving? Uh, what would you like mm-hmm. to see different? Because you know what, if you have the eyes and ears of uh, a lot of people, it's going to make mm-hmm. you better. Because one person or three people can't come up with every idea. They're going to be, we might have a a mixer that has a a friend that works as um, an Amazon delivery driver and goes, ah, you know, it's really cool that he has this. I I like my job, but it's really cool that they get this and this and this. Mm -hmm. That brings the ideas to the table. And if we see uh, a similarity amongst answers or And important to answer those issues, uh, we get we at least have the opportunity to uh, review it and see if it makes sense for us.
1: I love that question. What makes you want to look elsewhere? Because, like, I feel like every employee has a day, you know, where things are hard, and it's so good to ask that question and see if there's something the company can do that the company's missing to make that day happen less often.
0: Yeah. And, you know, so often, you know, you you get that response of, I just wish I would have known, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. know, if I would have known that was the issue, I'd have fixed it. Well, the problem is, is you don't find out until it's too late. And it could have soured one employee, it could have soured a lot of employees, it could have soured an entire department. But if you try and get ahead of it, and, and, and it creates a culture of the employees knowing that you care enough to ask, which yeah. in in its own right, gives them a sense of security or knowing that their employer listens.
1: So Justin, as we're wrapping up our conversation, where do you think the snack manufacturing industry's greatest opportunities and challenges lie when it comes to retaining its workforce? There has certainly
0: been a desire of employees to have Less dirty jobs, less hard Mm -hmm. jobs, more people want a glamorous job. I think there's ways that um, manufacturers can introduce automation, AI, uh, just technology in general, to create more jobs that aren't a piece rate style of labor, but a more intellectual style of labor. And, and I know there's some nuances to that of, you know, well, not everyone's capable of that. But I think I think when, you know, it, it's industry 4.0, uh, you know, the next wave of mm-hmm. technology using robotics and, and AI and, um, you know, and, and some other aspects of that. But in this example, when those technologies evolve to the point where it's not much different than controlling your phone, I don't think you're leaving many people out. So I think that's going to be some of the direction that needs to be taken, you know, because at the end of the day, a business is a business. So you need to have return on those investments, but there's so many job openings right now that being able to invest in yourself, invest in, in automation in ways that doesn't eliminate jobs but it gets rid of the the least glamorous jobs
1: well justin thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and sharing all about unique snacks and everything you guys are doing to build culture and encourage your workforce absolutely
0: yeah it's my pleasure it's definitely been a a fun couple years navigating uh, these changes
1: thank you for listening to scent sliced bread if you'd like to join the conversation, leave us a voicemail at 816-968-7772. Or you can record a message using the Voice Memo app on your smartphone and email it to podcast at Don't forget to subscribe to Scent Slice Bread on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and drop us a review. We'd also like to thank our sponsor for this episode, California Prune Ingredients from SunSweet. Always gluten-free and made of plants, California Prune Ingredients from SunSweet offer natural solutions for 21st century product innovators. Get more information or request a sample at sunsweetingredients.com. Scent Slice Bread is a baking and snack podcast produced by Taryn Parker and hosted by Charlotte Atchley.